you are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Welcome to another episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. And as with every episode, we start off this one stating that the intent audience for this episode are students or pharmacists considering a pharmacy informatics residency. So today's topic will be about pharmacy informatics residencies and whether they are going to be a good career choice or not. And this is quite a topic to handle and I've honestly been trying to avoid it because I'm not really sure how people will respond to my thoughts. And just for a full disclosure is that I did apply for a BJY1 and did not get matched. So I became an informatics pharmacist without residency. And also, spoiler alert, but I will not be answering the question of whether you should or should not do a residency. The point of this episode is to show that the choice of a pharmacy residency is very dependent on your goals. All right, now that I got that off my chest, let's get into it. So the first things first, let's look at what a pharmacy informatics residency entails. For the most part, this is a PGY2 program. This means you would actually already have to apply and match and pretty much almost complete the PGY1 program to even apply to a PGY2 program. And there are exceptions to the rule, but they are few and far in between. The exceptions are actually two-year programs that start in the PGY1 year, but typically they are not accredited. The program is not consistent in terms of whether a pharmacist should be staffing or not during their residency program, but you'll be learning a lot about project management, implementation timelines, data manipulation, you know, regression testing, data mining, operation and workflows, and a lot more in terms of optimizing pharmacy operations using data and technology. And also, for the most part, what I've seen is that these programs tend to focus a little bit more on the inpatient setting with some of the outpatient aspects. So now that we described a PGY2 program, I think the best way to discuss the rest of this topic is actually going into the pros and the cons of doing a residency in informatics versus not doing a residency in informatics. So we'll start off with the residency program. So some of the pros of the program are, if you are the type of person that needs to have a structured learning environment, a residency program will provide that structure for you and you will have a lot of resources to refer to when you're learning. So, you know, you have like these mentors and these people teaching you, so you could always come to them for any questions or ask for any help. And uh, since some of these programs are already established, you are continuing in the footsteps of someone who's been successful in completing the program and becoming a full-fledged informatics pharmacist. One of the nice things is for hospital systems or health systems that use the EPIC EHR, This might be one of the few ways where you can actually get certified so that when you finish the program, you'll actually be certified and practice ready for any health system that uses the EPIC EHR. And you may be more favorable should there be an open position post-residency in that same residency site since you're already trained at the residency site's uh, workflows. So some of the cons though are, uh, like I said earlier, it may be more difficult to attain a PGY2 residency because you need to already get into a PGY-1 and complete it. It's also a two-year commitment in terms of residency pay, so you would need to assess and reassess your financial standing at the moment to see if it makes sense uh, economically for you. And your training may be very specific to the site that you are at, so should you look for a job at a different location after residency, you may or may not be favorable. So now that we've kind of covered what the pros and cons are for doing a residency, Let's look at the pros and cons of getting into pharmacy informatics without a residency. So some of the pros are, if you are the type of person who learns on the fly and learns best when thrown into a situation, this might be a good thing for you. Another nice thing is that you are going to be paid as a pharmacist instead of getting a residency stipend. 
So financially, you won't be in as much of a trouble. And you have more flexibility in learning what you need for the position at the job. So basically, your knowledge is based on the demands of that health system. And coming from a fresh perspective without being trained in the workflow may have some benefits like identifying issues that everyone else is kind of like, you know, they overlook it because they're so used to how things are. Some of the cons, however, are the training involved for getting into pharmacy informatics without residency, aside from Epic Certified, is not going to be as extensive as a full year's worth of a residency program. And even getting into the job might be difficult because sometimes employers look for someone who's had experience in the pharmacy informatics world or someone with a residency program. um, And sometimes those are highly preferred for hiring. And like I said earlier, you don't get that structured format of training. So you might have to learn as you go. And because you don't know the workflow, you'll have to pull double duty on learning how staffing and clinical workflows are structured. At some locations, you can achieve this by working as a clinical pharmacist or a staff pharmacist once a week. This would vary in different degrees at different sites. And for example, at my last employment, the Informatics pharmacist would be required to staff for about six hours a week, whereas my current employment does not have a staffing component at all for the Informatics pharmacist. And the way that for me, I personally get around that by taking a separate per diem job as an inpatient pharmacist so that I can still practice and keep my clinical skills up. And that will help me do my job better as an informatics pharmacist. So again, I'm not trying to say do a residency or not do a residency, but hopefully I've provided enough of the pros and cons for you to reassess your own goals and ambitions and make an informed decision on your own. Of course, go ahead and speak with other pharmacy informatics professionals and see why they pursued the route that they did. And maybe you'll find someone who is in the same situation that you are today and they would probably be able to speak more to it and provide a better and more relatable insight for you. All right, if you guys like this episode, you guys can subscribe and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can follow us on social media on Twitter or Facebook at PharmacyITME or our Instagram at PharmacyInformatics, or you can send us an email at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. And visit our website, PharmacyITME.com, for any podcast updates or occasional blog posts. And one more thing, I want to plug a great networking opportunity called Pharmacist Connect. If you are familiar with Microsoft Teams or Slack Workspace, this is a vetted space just for pharmacists, pharmacy students, and pharmacy technicians. I've met some great colleagues on it, and there's even an informatics space within it as well. And you can find out more by visiting pharmacistconnect.com, and that's P-H-A-R-M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. And remember, technology is a tool, patient care is the goal.